Okay, so so the first thing I want to talk about is like right off the bat is straight Zach's, off the dick is Zach's white denim jean jacket, which it wouldn't be that big a deal, like you know. But we're in we're in a pandemic, so we don't really see each other's like fashion sense. Like Sam, you and I, like I know what you like to wear and stuff because we we see each other quite frequently. We're in each other's bubble. Yeah, yeah, but. You don't see really Katie or Zach ex- expliciting, expliciting, ex- <laughs> exhibiting any um, like fashion sense, but just straight up because of the pandemic, not because of their fashion. Well, for for all we know is that this is like the platform where Zach shows himself. Like he might not Possibly, show himself yeah. anywhere else throughout the entire week until right now, where it's really just three people. One hundred percent. Yeah. So, 100%. But yeah, either maybe way, he's looking, yeah. he chose tonight to show up in a white denim jacket. Now, I asked Zach where it's from before you got on. And Zach, where is it from? J. Crew. It's from J. Crew, huh. which very much tracks to like the Southern Jew. You know, like, where'd you get that? At the, did you get that at the Atlantic Hill Mall? Uh, I just bought it online. You right, saw it. You liked it. Yeah. Uh, it yeah. fits you well. It fits uh, you well. Thanks, it's a good fit, and J. Crew does have good fits. But like, I was trying to like um, enlighten my man a little bit, and I was like, "Have you seen like ALD? You know, um, yeah, yeah, not familiar with their stuff, but I'm I'm checking them out, and I I like what I see. I I have you don't seen, like Noah. I don't know if the world's Noah? ready for Adam's like style. I mean, I think that they should be, and I think that. But you think some... I'm too fashion forward for the for the world? <sighs> No, I don't think you're too... I mean, I think that you do it right. And, you know, it's a... I think, like, J. Crew, it's a... You know, it's quality stuff. It's good stuff. It's a... It's what people know. But, like, not everyone digs deeper. Like, you dig deeper. And you and you care well, I like J. Crew. I like J. Crew. And I think there are certain pieces that you can certainly, like, mix into your wardrobe for sure. But, Sam, you, you, you like fashion. I mean, your your wife, you know certainly likes fashion yeah like you know you you know what's up and um like a white denim jacket from j crew is just different than like because it, you're already looking for a white denim jacket so you're not in the j crew realm already right you know what i mean Sam? right sure sure so you're you're not googling j crew and looking for that jacket didn't just cross your eye. You're actually out looking for that jacket. White denim. For a white denim. Yeah. That's on your mind. Yeah. That's what you're looking for. I actually just stumbled across it. And I was like, that looks dope. And then I bought it. You stumbled across it online? You were like, wow. Yeah. that w- w- Okay. Was it on sale? It was. Of course. Okay. There. Yeah. Zach is such... I know this is going to alienate a lot of people. But Zach is such of our people. <laughs> <laughs> That uh, you would rather buy a jacket of white denim at a quarter of the price yeah. than a regular denim, which she will wear infinitely more at full. That's that's fair. Um, I I'd like to say that uh, it was it, a what, quarter of the price. It was like it was like twenty five percent off. I do for to Zach's uh, back here. I do think white denim can go a little bit further in Atlanta than it can really oh, anywhere uh, else. Fair. Elaborate. Elaborate on why it go further in Atlanta specifically. Well, I mean, I think, I think not weather, to, not to, not to Southern Bell. Like, go ahead. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. Southern Bells. Also, like, you can, Atlanta, Atlanta does get cold. Like, I've been in Atlanta during, like, a polar vortex when you are literally, like, you're like, this is the coldest I've ever been. But at the same time, around February, March, Atlanta starts to become super pleasant. You know, like, really pleasant. And you I, can get away with wearing, like, a t-shirt and that white denim jacket out for the night. For sure. Right. You don't agree with this, do you, stranger? No, I mean, I, I do think that you can... I agree in the sense that you can wear this in late February, early March without, like, a coat. Like, today, it's in the 20s in Atlanta, right? It is, it's pretty cold. So I was wearing this with, like, a heavy leather jacket on top of it earlier when I was walking my le- I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Did you say a heavy leather jacket? That's right. What kind of leather jacket? White leather? No, it's, it's, it, no, it's, it's, it's brown leather. Brown leather, brown. but what kind of fit? What are we talking? Are we talking brown leather with, like, the fur on the inside, like Drake on the cover of Views? No. Uh, I don't know. No, like a, leather, like Indiana Jones brown yeah, leather? Yeah, more like Indiana Jones. That's right. Yeah. That's going to be... I'm going to need to see that. Because, that, that, like, in my head, I think that's a bricked fit. I mean, it was just... I, I wasn't it. I wasn't going out to the fucking Met Gala or anything. I was walking my dogs Okay, cool my your jets. Cool your jets. <laughs> yeah, but... The, but Atlanta is, is like the Met Gala. That combo is also a... I mean, you're making a point. That you're exactly. going to... You know, like, you're wearing a jean jacket... A denim jacket with a leather jacket on top of it. Like, that's on purpose. <laughs> like, I, someone not... is going to be like, that dude's wearing two jackets. <laughs> <laughs> I, the move I mean, was more so out of, like, uh, necessity, right? Like, it was cold. It was, it was the first jacket that I grabbed. And, uh, you know, I was in and out. Totally. Well, welcome, everybody, to Ball Sometimes Lie. Um, my name is Adam Pally. I am your host. With me, as always, is our two real sports producers, Sam <laughs> Goldberg and Katie Zach. Hey. And then one stranger that cold emailed us at the beginning of doing this and said, I want to be involved. And we said, that sounds fine. And he has stayed the whole time. Stranger Zach, say hello. Hello. Okay. And I didn't stra- mean to like be like like... I feel like you were like, I'm not going to do just what he says because I said <laughs> he said it. But, I, like, that's the way intros work, Stranger Zach. Like, I'm, like, giving you your time now. You I know? feel like I, I had time during the whole, you know, jacket segment. Like, I've, that's enough time for me. No one else. That's enough? That's enough. I'm going to hold you to that. When <laughs> next time you have, like, some crazy rant about Halliburton, I'm going to be like, uh, I, listen, listen I, you had your time when we talked about your I, white denim jacket. I do. I, you know, if we want to go over the rundown real quick, I do have some Fox takes that I'm really excited to get into when we talk about all-star selections. Yes. I can't wait to hear about it. But we have a great show tonight. Um, <laughs> a Hollywood guest, which, you know, I love nothing more than to have a Hollywood guest. Chase Mitchell is here, the very funny comedian who also is a writer for Late Night with Jimmy Fallon. The uh, uh, on the Tonight Show, uh, or is it the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon? I guess I think it's the Tonight Show. Doesn't matter. They're, it's all the same words, yeah. just jumbled in different ways. With many yeah, different it's like just white. It's a white Jimmy. Um, <laughs> but I can't wait to talk to him. Um, and uh, and then we we're gonna talk about the Sixers um, with a great guest that I'm forgetting her name. What is her name? Michaela. 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 
um, actress slash. <laughs> no, she's actually um, a, a brilliant uh, law student and a and a diehard Sixers fan, and, and it was great fun to talk to her about the Sixers, which is something Sam has been on our case about doing. Um, and uh, it's going to be a really fun ball sometimes lie. Can I just say first, though, is that I feel like you say that I've been dying to do Sixers stuff. I feel like all I do is Sixers stuff. I'm not like I wasn't dying for this. I would say you're pretty reserved. I would say you're pretty reserved. I I hope that comes across that way. I, I feel like I talk about the Knicks. It does. I mean, I feel like I talk about the Knicks way more than you talk about the Sixers. All right. Well, that's. Fine. I'll agree with that. You know. Okay, that'll make me feel. You'll better. agree with that. This yeah. is basically a Knicks podcast. SZ, my guy, my guy, SZ. Straight off the dick. <laughs> anyway, um, let's bring let let's bring on Chase. I can't wait to talk to him. Um. Eh. Hey. Hey, hey, Chase. Hey. Wait. What's up, man? Um, Chase, it's so nice. It's so nice to meet you. Um, I'm nice a big to meet fan. You, man. I'm a big fan of your um, Twitter account and obviously like your your writing and stuff. So it's really nice to get to talk to you face to face. I did not realize that you look strikingly like Justin Thoreau. <laughs> whoa, whoa, wait. What? That's a. Uh... Oh, oh wow! Oh, that's before a great call. Before everybody strongly disagrees <laughs> with him, just let me soak soak that in for a second. No, no, first of all, uh, everybody was about to agree with no, me. No, no, no. Well, Chase, Sammy, I have a no. Sammy. no. It's no, I, no, I, I agree. I'll say this, Adam. Uh, to I think from the the upper part of his face, you know, from the from above his mouth up, yeah. well, that's Thoreau. No, and I think no, maybe no, the body too. I can't that. see Thoreau, the body. It looks pretty good. It looks pretty good. We all know Justin Thoreau has a deal with the devil. Justin Thoreau has a deal with the devil to be ripped into his sixties and always have the coolest pit bull. It is a cool pit bull. And then somehow be a, a writer I mean, he's, at the same time. And also be really funny and a writer. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't like <laughs> it one bit. I, I always used to get pissed when I would see pictures of, like, Aziz and Jonah, like, hanging out with Justin Thoreau. And I want to be like, <laughs> okay, like, take the, take the uh, like, entertainment out of it. You guys are 24. <laughs> that dude's 60. <laughs> Y'all are like hanging out. He's like really good friends with the Queer Eye guys too. Wait, I have a question He's actually. Out with the Justin Thoreau is friends with. I have a question. Justin a- Thoreau Adam. is friends with anybody that has Sorry, re- a camera on. <laughs> Adam, is he considered in 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 your world? Is he considered a comedian, Ooh. or is he considered? Shots? I mean, I think of him, and I and I Shots think of him as like the liar, and I think of him as. <laughs> No, not fire. I mean, he's the DJ Zoolander. in uh, Zoolander. I mean, he's yeah. I mean, I think of I think of him, and I think of the Leftovers, and which is my favorite, well, probably Whoa. my top five favorite shows of all time. Which that's, is not a comedy. That's a hot take. Right. Well, leftovers Chase, is as, fucking oh, great. No, Chase, Leftover, I totally, leftovers I totally agree was on fucking that. I think great. Leftovers is one of the greatest shows I've ever seen. Chase, um, as our as our guest, I'll let like you complete, answer this before I do. Um, but it is a great question. I mean. Is Justin Thoreau a comedian? I there is a there's an entire class of of person. It's usually someone who ha, who is 
known as a comedic actor, which I wouldn't even say that he is particularly, um, or is like, or has written some comedies where on their Wikipedia page, it just throws in comedian uh, on their bio of like things mm-hmm. they've done. I think uh, Wikipedia tends to throw the word comedian in there pretty easily. I wouldn't call him a comedian, no, but he... He has written some really funny stuff, didn't he? Did he also write Traffic Thunder as well? He did. Am I one of those people <laughs> you speak of, Chase? Uh, I think with you it's different because you have like I don't think I don't think Thoreau like came up through UCB. Like I don't think no, he was doing. No, no, I think yeah, no, I don't think Ger- <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think Justin Thoreau like was an intern at Second City. Yeah, no, so um, I, think you make, I think you make the cut. Okay, yeah. I'll take that. I'll take that as a compliment. I'm, I hate to put you on the spot <laughs> like that. But um, uh, thank you so much again. I, I really can't thank you enough for being here. Um, uh, this is a basketball podcast, like, only in, in name. Okay. Um, we, we rarely yeah. get to basketball. Well, cause, yeah, because uh, when, basketball when, uh, when our basketball and uh, leftovers. the other day asked me if I wanted to be on it, um, she forgot to tell me what it was about until yesterday. <laughs> That's irrelevant. Um, <laughs> it's a, it truly is irrelevant. I mean, I would say, like, um, do you have a relationship? Yeah, what did you do think you it was ha- about? Because you, you, the, the, you knew when we you had the title a podcast. Ball sometimes, when you heard the title Ball Sometimes Lie, did you think it was about, like, people who were misdiagnosed with testicular cancer? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It just happened to me like three times. I don't know why it keeps happening. I have self, to be honest, to be honest, I have self-diagnosed myself with testicular cancer at least five times. There is that. Is that just an excuse check, to go see A couple times I have gone all the way. A couple times. No, a couple times I have like pushed it all the way. But like there is, there is. But good for you for well, seeing it all I mean, the way though. I feel like a lot of people self-diagnose themselves and they don't see it through. It's like, don't like freak out and think you have something if you're not really going to get like confirmation that you don't have. And it. testicular cancer, like when we were in our 20s, was like a, a big story. I feel like because of Lance Armstrong and like a lot of people were like, oh, yeah, I only have one nut. You know, like it was like very <laughs> like something you heard quite a bit. And, and, you know, as a Jewish sure. boy, I, I convince myself quite easily that I have that. And so I feel like I have probably self-diagnosed myself with, like, where I've gone to bed being like, well, I'm, I've got cancer and it's spread to my lymph nodes, it, like, five times in my life. And I've gotten it checked all the way out, like, twice. There is, like, a, there's a... And both think, times. Not to get too into testicular anatomy but there is that there's that part the the epididymis or whatever where it like yes. attaches that feels like a it it Tumor. can feel like a lump if you don't know you know it, it, yeah yeah and yeah, i, don't I know. felt that lump and i don't know that freaked me out i did not know and i don't know and i felt it and i was like well that's the end yeah well because i think also like we're all conditioned i you know I think especially now with, like, the way the world has gone. Like, we're all conditioned to feel like, well, I'm not going to make it to old age. Like, something is going to <laughs> yes. stop no. me early, you know? And so there is a part of, like, my everyday life where I'm waiting for that thing. Yeah. Know, whatever it is, you know, like... I think this, I think this literally every day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's I, pretty, no. Pretty, a pretty grim thing to bond over, but yeah. 
<laughs> no, I, I don't think that it's grim. I think there's something freeing about it. Like, because I don't know what it is, but there is like this, I think it's our generation or whatever. There's like this hanging over you sense that like, well, there's no way I'm going to make it where I want it to go. Yeah. So any day the West Side Highway could collapse. Right. You know, even though that doesn't tend to happen. I don't know what that is. I don't know if that's like just conditioned condition from the last four years of Trump or or what but like certainly feels um dire yeah well I had so a few months ago I I got COVID and um oh my god I'm so sorry it's I I mean I I, you know turned out fine um I think it was a it was uh, there's a, a there's there's like annoying a good, like you got the good you got the good covid I got, I got the good covid yeah Oh great um but when you first get it and you You got covid to covney uh, Yeah <laughs> you, when you for the first couple days like you don't know like oh is this going to be one of those cases where I don't get any symptoms the whole time and I just stay inside for 2 weeks or am I going to be on a ventilator because you just you really don't know like it it was it was killing like 40 year olds and 35 year olds and stuff like that. So, um, but yeah, well, I, I mean, not I to know, like, it turned, uh, out to be, it turned out to be fine. Not to go into that. If you don't want to talk about it, I totally understand. Um, but, uh, Zach's wife, stranger Zach's wife is works at the CDC. And mm-hmm. so as much as this is a basketball podcast, I obsess over when I'm going to be vaccinated. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm super interested, uh, having children, like, you know, just being in, living in New York City through all of this. Um, how are you? Are you okay? Are you, like, what, where are you now with it? Um, it, so it, I, you know, I quarantined for, like, the, the 14 days or whatever, um, which wasn't that different from what I was doing already, but it, it, it is startling when you realize how much you had gotten used to just like going out to get the mail and stuff like that or like walking my dog around the block and like when you can't even do that anymore it's like oh now I'm really inside um there I had a few symptoms the first couple days like I had a a cough and uh I I was feverish uh I bought one of those little the uh thermometer gun things so that I could just do it obsessively all the time Um, that must be great you should can you yeah, do that oh, to so strangers? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just bring it with me just now. Just wear like an I official go. jacket um, and then walk around with one, kick people out of stores. <laughs> That'd be great. How much did that cost? But I'd say after. Uh, not that expensive. Oh, it, it was like a it was like a drunk Amazon purchase, so <laughs> yeah. I do not remember. Perfect. Yeah. Well, can I ask you? Uh, uh, you just brought up something that I'm interested in, if you don't mind. Sure. Did you drink during your quarantine? Um, l- less, but yeah, I would still have like a drink. Um, yeah, the the whole like quarantine year has been not good for like. I'm actually kind of weaning off right now. Is so I have a a limited seltzer is what I'm drinking at the moment. Um, Me too. So I, <laughs> so I'm I'm seltzer. like stepping it down. <laughs> Sam's in a Sam, car. Sam, you're gonna get pulled over by the um, Sam's in a car. 
Um, um, no. <laughs> Can I get pulled uh, over? Chase, I guess I could. Right? I feel you. Uh, I feel you so hard on that. I mean, um, it's something we talk about quite a bit. Um, Sam, we talk about quite a bit. Um, Sam, not to speak for you, but. Um, Sam, you, Sam but, and I, and um, Zach has Sam really and I support, and but we, I think really we, the two of us go in we, struggle up and down sobriety wise, especially with the way things are right now. Especially with the way things are right now. I would say that my dry January, I would say that my dry January is pretty successful um, because pretty I'm able to not have a drink from the time I fall asleep to the time I wake up every night in January. And that's pretty, so that means, <laughs> that means I've been dry, like, for, like, a couple hours during January, um, which, is, which is a big success. Um, yeah, it's the baby steps, you know? Yeah, totally. It's, it's, it's what about Bob? But I, I, uh, I do feel you so hard on that. I mean, it's five o'clock inches up every day in my house, like, yeah. And I don't even know if it's if it's a substance thing as much as it's like I am bored, I am mm. trapped, I am bored, I am That's taking totally care it. of chi- I'm taking care of children, and the hours of like three to eight are incredibly tense. Mm. You know, and like if I can make it past eight, there's a chance I'll fall asleep sober. But it's tough. It is like like. Yeah, I'd say like right around now is when it gets. I I um, didn't have anything until this seltzer today, and probably this will probably be it. But yeah, there was, it was creeping up for me too. It was. Uh, Wait, what do you uh, mean you haven't had anything since the seltzer today? So you've had like coffee and water. <laughs> I was like, what do other drink? people drink? <laughs> <laughs> what are other beverages? <laughs> um. Yeah. That's all. That that's good, Chase. Like, and 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 I feel positive for you, and I will be checking up uh, uh, to see how you're doing, because um, Thanks, man. I am doing. Tune terrible. into our Instagram stories <laughs> for Chase's sobriety. I am one. Yeah, yeah. I'm one fight with my wife away from Mulaney status. Oh Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> Can you record these check-ins that you have with Chase? Yeah, I'll record the check-ins because sure. I think that'd be good. Maybe. Chase, I did want to talk to you a little bit um, about working at um, Fallon. Um, I am a big fan, and I am very interested. It's It's been an interesting year for me, because usually for me, I usually do the talk show circuit like once a year. You know, uh-huh. or, you know, like you'll have a project that's coming out, and then when it's coming out, they'll like send you on all the shows and whatnot. But this year has been so strange, obviously, because... Of everything. So I am so interested on what the working situation is like for you. Because to me, writing at a late night show is a dream job. You know, yeah. especially Fallon in, the, in Rock Center. It's like, that's a dream job. And now, how has it been affected? Like, how are you holding up? And, and, and what is a day like? Well, I, t- I left the show. It's kind of funny, actually. I originally left the show... Um, I was in Jimmy's office giving my two weeks notice uh, as Trump was getting inaugurated on TV in the background. Uh, <laughs> and then I came back 
uh, the week of Biden's inauguration. So I skipped the I skipped the Trump presidency completely, which oh is my god! Wow. <laughs> wow. But you did you write him tousling his hair, right? That was a Chase Mitchell original. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, what it seemed like a good idea luck. at the time. <laughs> I um, the thing about that, I think I can, I think I can tell the story. Uh, I was actually in uh, Katie. I may have told you before. I was actually in the hair and makeup room. Um, cause I would go there and hang out with the hair and makeup girls cause they would have all the good like gossip and stuff in the mm-hmm. show. Of course. And, I uh, love so the I, hair. I love the hair and makeup. Yeah. I, I am infamous for any project I'm on, <laughs> like living in the hair and makeup yeah. trailer. So I was actually sitting there it was moments before show and, uh, Jimmy poked his head and he's like, Hey guys, you won't believe this. I just talked to Trump's people and, um, they're going to let me mess up his hair. He's going to look so stupid. It's going to be amazing. So I know that Jimmy's intentions were good for that bit. Like, he thought... He thought it was going to be fun. Like, yeah. He, he, yeah. And, and really, it, Trump did look stupid. The image that everyone chose to share the next day was of Jimmy touching his hair. Doing but it, but he did. When it actually was, like, was hanging off. It was, like, big time, like, Bill Murray and Kingpin. Like, mm-hmm. it looked ridiculous. Um... And so, you know, I, I felt bad for him in that whole situation because I, I know that his intentions were pure and that he was coming at it from the right. He was going to do his version of making Trump look stupid. Like, you know, he's not Jimmy's not uh, John Oliver or something. He's not going to, like, n- nail him on a question or something like that. But he thought it would be a good way to kind of make him look dumb. Uh, and I think it just got interpreted a different way by a lot of people. So I really felt anyway. bad about that. Because, um, so like I, I and, and Sam was with me, um, I hosted the Late Late Show mm-hmm. um, and Sam, Sam was my uh, EP on that. When, when, and when did, when did we do that, Sam? That was like... It was almost, what, three, no, four years like ago? No, I think it was before Trump. No, I think it was like 15. I think it was like 2015. Yeah. Right around this time, right? Right around this time, yeah. So Trump was not president. Um, and Sam and I would go during the days uh, while the other guest hosts were, um, like, trying doing their, their bits, you know? And, like, we would, like, take our cameras out and kind of, like, write from there and whatnot. And the day before we finished our edit and then went to shoot live... Regis, may he rest in peace, was, may he rest in power, was, <laughs> uh, <laughs> was um, hosting. And his guest was his good friend, Donald Trump. And, and it was, and I had, and it was so weird. And like Regis was like, come here, come here, come here. You got to meet this guy. Come here, come here. And I went over and I shook his hand and they took a picture and there's a there's a picture of me shaking Donald Trump's hand and smiling. And this is like a week before he came down the staircase. Oh God. Oof. And like it, it, Early endorsement. You know, early celebrity endorsement. <laughs> it was rough. It was rough. You know? And like I just feel I felt for him because the the country, in my opinion, has been like in a Jim Jones like hostage uh, situation of like cultish behavior and no one 
regardless of Jimmy's intent, like it was never going to be read the right way. Yeah. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, back to basketball. <laughs> Jimmy shares a thing with me that very few people share, which is that Jimmy and I are on the Dolan New York Nick watch list, which means that we have both spoken ill of the New York Nick ownership and uh-huh. therefore our courtside seats have been put in peril. If oh. you notice, Jimmy wow. does not show up at the Nick games. That's uh see, that was one of the uh perks when I was there before. I guess this is pre whenever he got on this list. Um yeah, that that was one of the great things is every now and then um you'd get an you'd get an email that his tickets were available that night cuz he couldn't go to the game or something like that. Oh. And every every writer would try to be the first one in there to like cuz you'd get like four seats. You could you could find three friends like, "Hey, do you want to have the coolest night of your life?" And uh, <laughs> and go eat the the biggest shrimp you've ever seen um, in that little dining room. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, that thing is awesome. Um can you guys hear that, by the way, when I'm getting texts? No, you're good. No, no, no. Don't worry about it. Okay. The, 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 you don't have to worry about any sort of production value here. Great. Yeah. <laughs> we're you fine. You have a wet fart right in the microphone. We'll just keep it in. Yeah, we're fine. <laughs> but oh, I've, been doing uh, the, I've been doing it the whole time. <laughs> That's a lot of substance. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, Chase, um, so you would go, like, so Jimmy's tickets would be available, and you'd go and you'd get the treatment that Jimmy got essentially yeah i mean more or less you know like you're not uh they're not cutting to you during the game or anything like that but um (laughs) or they cut to you and see that it's not him and cut away (laughs) Um, but uh yeah so you get to go into that dining room and stuff that that was kind of the cool part and you get to go back there during halftime i think um and yeah uh just kind of uh eat as much as you wanted and and (laughs) stuff some in your pockets for later and um you usually always see uh at least one celebrity like uh saw michael j fox um what is the good Good sighting the the porn star who played uh sarah palin and and nailing palin (laughs) uh what's her name nobody knows that wasn't actually sarah palin general I don't think that's three. Three Chase, guys, like, three I other just don't guys think don't like, know her name. That's somebody's like, lying. no, that's not like being like, who played Sully? <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, well, there anyway, is a lot of a... strip club talk on this podcast. It's not completely out of the realm of <laughs> possibilities for one of the three of you to yeah. know. So, Chase, um, where are you uh, from originally, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, from Atlanta, Georgia. Atlanta, Georgia. Nice. And that's where Stranger Zach yeah. currently resides. Um, oh, nice. I love Atlanta. Are you so? Um, regardless of how intense you are a basketball fan, are the Hawks your team, or have you have you lived in New York so long that you are kind of like a Nick Net fan because it's it's just too much? Well, I'm actually um, in LA now. That's so. When I left Fallon, I moved to LA. So I'm actually now. It's like. Half my friends are Clippers, Clippers people, and half are Lakers people. Oh, no um, wonder you got COVID. You're in Los Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, I grew up... So that's the thing. I, I sort of, like... Um, 
I did used to love basketball. When I was a kid, I had I I was a big Hawks fan. I had the big uh Spud Webb poster of him dunking uh my bedroom wall. Um I like irrationally uh preferred Dominique Wilkins to Michael Jordan. Um <laughs> Uh, That's all right. I mean, I think you've actually come out on that side, actually, like, finally in the right. Yeah. <laughs> That's true, yeah. You know, Until, it only took, like, failed ownership and a bunch of um, murderous, gambling. murderous gambling debts. Yeah. And you've come out documentary. Right. <laughs> yeah. That everyone hated. Um, so, 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 would your team be the Hawks? Yeah, I mean, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I get like... I just haven't. I, I just haven't followed them in such a long time. It's like it feels like um, trying to jump back into a TV show that you've missed twenty seasons of, and each season has like fifty-seven episodes. Um, <laughs> so it's it's like a it's hard to like jump back on. Uh, yeah. Missed a lot like, of bad seasons. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, that was the thing. That I think that was kind of what you know a little bit about what got frustrating. About being a Hawks fan, I mean, I also remember like the the um, Steve Smith, Christian Leitner, Dikembe uh, mm-hmm. Mutombo era, and that was pretty fun too. But it was always like they just could never make it past a certain point in the playoffs, and so you know. And then I don't know when I would watch. I, I did. I used to watch uh, PTI every day after school, and all they would do was like rag on Atlanta for being a bad sports city, and still is. I don't know. I guess I. I yeah, I mean, in some ways, but have you have you ever been to a Falcons tailgate? I mean, like it's Falcons no. fans, I think. Yeah, it's a, Falcons it's fans love the team. Yeah, Falcons yeah. fans and Braves fans are they're not necessarily like you know bandwagon fans like the Hawks fans. And uh, we used yeah. to have the Thrashers way back when, and no one went to those games. Yeah. Well, also, I would say just from living in Atlanta for a couple of years recently, like there is this weird thing in Atlanta, which I can't quite put my finger on, which is the southern pride of the soccer team oh really? yeah i that would that's been a thing uh yes. yeah when i've when i've gone back home uh the, for the holidays the past couple of years i've been shocked um just walking through like my brother's neighborhood or something how many um uh soccer jerseys yeah and uh, yeah. how did they pull Atlanta that off because yeah. they've been yeah. trying to drum up support for what is it like the new york red bulls or whatever they are I don't know. It was really a kind of a shock when I, I mean, I, the last time I lived there was like two years ago for about six months. And I remember, and it, and it was summer. It was like from like May to September. And, uh, the soccer season started in the middle of the Braves season yep. and the Braves were already out of it. And I remember being shocked every night when I would walk down to like get my food from Krog Market the amount of like young, uh, like vineyard vines wearing khaki short people mm-hmm. would be into soccer. Yeah. It was like bonkers. And I, and I feel like Atlanta has grown that oddly. Which is weird because it always was huge, like, as a sport, like, for kids to play. Kids. Like, I, I, like yeah. everyone, everyone played soccer as a kid, but no one. For some reason, there was this like cognitive dissonance, or like n- no one had any desire to watch adults play it. Um, As someone who played, I mean, soccer I was like... my sport. I got like really far. I played for the state team, and I could not sit through watching a soccer game. 
like a professional game. Yeah, I don't like Even watching as a soccer. player, <laughs> I couldn't do it. <laughs> when the beautiful plays happen, it's like, it's poetry. It really Yeah, is. but it's like once every three games that happens. It's so Well, slow. I'll also say that it's, it's one of the best, like, in-person sporting events to go to just because of like the way that the crowd gets into it and like there's like songs and chants that's and like Mm -hmm. and like we're yeah i love i always i love nothing more than an atlanta crowd chanting (laughs) 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 that always feels good for a jew (laughs) not enough southern chanting going on there's not enough chanting going on when i'm in atlanta near stone mountain But what are you saying, Zach? It's like it's like hockey on the field. It's like ho- it's like hockey, but but except the attendance is like three times that. Like Atlanta United has like the best attendance in all of MLS. Like they were where the Falcons play at Mercedes Benz. Like United does bigger attendance. Like that's how popular it is in that's Atlanta. Wild. It's literally like the I know it's really yeah, crazy. It, it's one of those weird things where you're like, I know that this is working in the world, right? Like. Clearly, you know, when you yeah. go abroad, you're like, wow, this is huge. And then you come to the States and you're like, no one cares about this. Except mm. in the metropolitan section of Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you walk through, if you walk down any residential street uh, inside the perimeter, you will see Atlanta United banners hanging down. From the lights. From yeah. like every, uh, every other house. <laughs> people, I know, it's people fucking, fucking odd. I know, it's odd. So, Chase, what's your relationship with basketball right now as you are um, living in Los Angeles, doing weird hours, I assume, on Fallon? So what's your day like? You're like... Oh, it's that's nuts. Um, I've, I, I've only been back for... This is my third week being back. Um, and so I wake up pretty much at, like, 5 in the morning to, like, kind of start writing my morning pitch ideas. And then we have a... Um, and then sometimes I, sometimes I get them done quickly and I can go back to bed for a little while. But then we have a morning pitch meeting at, um, there's stuff that's due at 6.30 a.m. And then we have a morning pitch meeting at 7 a.m. Uh, yeah, you're you're talking hospital. West Pacific time. Right yeah, now. yeah, yeah. So are my, you on a screen? Is Jimmy in his office with uh, Steve and you're on a screen? Or like, how? what's going on? Actually, Higgins um, kind of hasn't been... So I'm just kind of being, being introduced to everything. There's but, my um, guy. Higgins has yeah. been kind of a chick out. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, I haven't really... He, he, still, he still does all the announcing and stuff, but um, uh, Tariq Trotter, uh, Black Thought, has uh, kind of sort of taken over the, the old Higgins role. I mean, I don't know if you've seen any of the recent episodes that, mm-hmm. since they've been back in 30 Rock, but they're in a... So they were doing the episodes at Jimmy's house with his kids and stuff like that, and that in was really South, cute. In Southampton, but, right? Yeah, and then they, they've gone back to 30 Rock now, and it's in a kind of an in-between uh, 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 studio that's sort of has some elements from the... They've still got... Where his kids wrote The Tonight Show, they've got that hanging off the desk and stuff like that, but they're not back in the old studio yet. But anyway, so the arrangement's all different, and... Uh, Tariq kind of stands where Higgins used to stand, and and he does a lot more comedy bits with Jimmy now, which is great because Tariq was always great at that stuff. I used to love writing stuff for him. Tariq has such a great delivery. Yeah. Um, it's so stilted and like, uh, it's just it's it's so comedically inclined. You know yeah. what I mean? Like he he naturally knows how to get the laugh. 
Yeah, I used to do, uh, we did a recurring bit a few times where Jimmy would be, uh, it was called Tariq's Inner Thoughts, and Jimmy would be talking, and uh, we'd just have dummy dialogue for him after that. His audio would drop out, and we'd go to Tariq, and he'd hear what Tariq was thinking about. Uh, and then Jimmy would do the same thing. And, and it, he was just so good at it every time, and he would come into the uh, editing room to record his audio and just nail it in one take and walk right out. Um, I don't think he ever learned my name or anything. But <laughs> no, <laughs> he's no, 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 no. Super nice guy. It's okay. He's seen, Quest, so many, he's seen so many white writers pass through that place. Questlove still calls me Kroll. <laughs> really? <laughs> We've known each other for like two decades. Is he the only one? <laughs> is he the only one of the roots that is actually like? No, Quest is there. Uh, yeah, Quest is there. They are uh, reduced down right now, though. Still, I, I think they're usually like. Eight or something strong. They might be at like six or something. No, but right I mean now. that like are um, actually involved in the the writing. And the... Oh, that's yeah. That's like maybe four or five of them. Oh, cool. Um, and the rest are kind of like I think they're like the touring routes or something like that. I mean, it's like that. I think they have separate contracts. Yeah. <laughs> Sam is from Philadelphia, so he's protective over anybody that ever claimed the Roots crew. <laughs> Sam did the eulogy at Razelle's funeral. Sam, can you do a little of your eulogy for Razelle? I think I remember some of it. It was like, there it is. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> That's a deep cut joke for like old school root heads. <laughs> you have to like really love the roots to get that joke. Um, Chase, uh, this has been so fun. I really appreciate you coming on and, and shooting the shit with us. I hope we didn't keep you too long. No. Um, no. I hope you, you will make it for your 7 a.m. pitch meeting. <laughs> yeah. uh, where are you living in L.A. right now? Uh, I'm in Los Feliz. Um, around like the close to like little Armenia. I love that area. Yeah, I'm like a block away from Zanku. Mm, I know exactly where you are and <laughs> hungry. The way you just hey, like shrugged nonchalantly after that. Such a flex. Zanku. It I is no a flex. Oh, Chase, just, is Jitlata... I, you, you say that and everybody knows where, right, where you're talking right. about. Did Jitlata make it? Jitlata's uh, still going, yeah. They're doing... Okay. I don't think they're... I think they might have just put them on Postmates, but for a long time they were doing their own... Just like you had to call the restaurant to get takeout from there, but they're they're That's okay there. as long as they made it. Yeah, I mean that place is shout out Gelada. I mean, yeah, that's like the greatest Thai food I've ever had. In my what life. are you getting from oh, Gelada? Yeah. What are you getting? Well, you got to get the spicy whole fish. That's the only way to really rock. Is that a snapper? Uh huh. A red snapper, and they give it, and they bring it whole, sizzling in the fried and sizzling in the pot with this like. Really spicy, tangy mango curry. Ooh. Ooh, sounds nice. It's a, it's a, it's a banger. What do you get from? Are you a gelada? Rag? Yeah, I usually just like I'll. I usually go with someone who knows more, and so just let them pick out everything, which mm. uh, I like. Because left to my own devices, I just get like crab fried rice or something like that. Yeah, right. Um, no, a pad thai. But the thing is about gelada is like you can't go wrong. Like the pad oh, yeah, thai there great. is amazing. It's like <laughs> legit. And they and they they're so nice about it. Like when you sit down, you're like just a pad thai. You you have this kind of like thought where you're like, oh, this is gonna sound bad, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. 
Oh my god. Pad Thai gets a bad rap, I feel like. Like, because it's so obvious. Like, of course you're going to get Pad Thai, but it's like, it's fucking delicious. But when you get it at one of those it's places. It's classic for a reason. Yeah. Ooh, it's good. I actually made this it. Place, I, and, I learned how to make Pad Thai. It's like 15 random ingredients that you have to, like, go to special stores to find and stuff. It's not like a simple dish. Well, what, what you need, what you need, you need cellophane noodles. You need, like, you need the fish sauce, paprika. miso paste. You need, you need fish sauce, um, miso paste. A rice vinegar, I'm guessing. Like, vinegar, chili pep. Sesame oil? Yeah, or sesame paste or something. There's all these different pastes. Sesame oil is my favorite There's oil. There's all these different sauces. I love it. It's like, I don't know why sesame oil is not used universally. What well, are we doing it's with not, it? It's the, the, the high heat content. It doesn't have a as much of a, it, it, it burns quickly. Yeah, but why can't you fill a vat with sesame oil and fry your fries that way? Like, the, the canola yeah, no, no, gives for, me for diarrhea. That reason, for that reason is why you can't do that. You can put it on the side and, like, dip it in there and you'll get the flavor, but you can't fry it. But you don't think you could, like, dump a bunch of that oil in a deep fryer and throw, like, a fucking delicious sweet potato in there? I mean, it's, I mean, like I said, like, put it, put it in some vegetable oil or canola oil and then dip it in the sesame oil. What if you dunked it, it in the sesame oil, put it in an air fryer? See, air fryers, I gotta I, tell you, I have an air fryer. I don't fryer. understand that. I've never seen one in person. Yeah, oh, you have you have an air fryer, Adam? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I've never met so an air fryer. What's that like? You know those two ovens we have? Yeah. The, one's the an top air fryer? one's an air fryer, yeah. Oh, that's cool. You ever, you ever use Adam, it? Adam, you, you said you did stop using it? Yeah, we stopped using it. Oh, man. Was it just, like, was it the food good? Because I brought, I bought my brother one for Christmas a couple years ago. <laughs> and I, I want to know if I got him a bad gift. No, you definitely didn't give him a bad gift. I have kids. So you definitely didn't give him a bad gift, but like we would fry the nuggets in the air, yeah, and present them <laughs> and present them <laughs> to the children as if they were fried in the in the oil like normal, and there would be a very clear distinction. Like it would be a one bite. Like what happened here? <laughs> you know, I was like, okay, fair enough. The air as is not as good as someone who has given is. your children chicken nuggets, they are very very tough critics of them. I, I'm not surprised <laughs> at all. Yeah, they're, they're 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 like sharp. No, they have a coffee table book coming out. Gigi was like, "There's black pepper in this. Too spicy." <laughs> I was like, oh my <laughs> wait, I'm very oh wait. I'm curious about the so. Tell me what the air fryer does. I don't know. Like it's like I like, think what it, basically you take a chicken tender, you do you, you dip it in egg, you dip it in breadcrumbs, you stick it in. You the batter egg, it, yeah. Fries yep. it. Yeah, I think it's something yes. about. The heat is like really hot on the outside of the piece of food. I don't fucking know. I tried to Google it once and it just seemed It's like a, a mix lot. between a microwave and an oven, right? Like it's like taking the air and heating the inside of a of a box, I guess, in a different way than than a slow broil, which is like a temperature that is set what it is. It's like it's gonna be 425, it's gonna be that, you put it in, you give it time. Like when you put this in the air fryer, it's like, starts at 425 and then it's gonna get to like 16,000. And then come back down, you know? Uh, But also, I don't know. I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we'll get to the bottom of it for sure. Sam, we gotta give you you a shout out for Ghost Kitchen. Yeah, I mean, well, I'm curious. Yeah, for I, sure. I feel like as I'm a, a chef on the side, I should know more about the air fryer. But it's not. I, I don't think it's hit. It's like I don't think anyone's found really the the way to use it. Great, you know. Like 
I don't, I haven't gone to a restaurant where they're like, this is our air fried chicken breast, <laughs> you know, like. So it's not it's like an not, alternative. It's not like a healthier way to fry something. It's just like a. No, it's supposed to be healthier. It may. It's like. It may be, yeah, but like I don't think that it's edible. Oil really. or something. It doesn't use the oil, but it just. Okay, yeah, cool. I don't know. Speaking of, of getting your brother a cooking Christmas gift, though, I got my brother a sous, sous vide machine. I was going to say, is this the air fryer like a sous vide? But the yeah. sous vide is good. Yeah. Sous vide works. The sous vide, crazy. the one with, the, does that have the, like, the bag? Yeah, like, yeah, put it in the bag and then yeah, oil exactly. it. Yeah. It's like when I used to pack for my teen tours. <laughs> 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 my mom would, like, put, a, uh, like, the vacuum cleaner into my package. It'd be like, <laughs> like a vacuum-sealed <laughs> cheese sandwich. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, Mom, 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 no, there's drugs in there. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> that would be nice to have a nice vacuum sealer. Well, Maxwell be living. Well, we'll get we'll get some of those products. That's true. That's our sponsor, Maxwell be living. Um, oh, well, Chase again. Thank you so much. Oh, wait, Zach has yeah, questions. Um, you guys. Yeah, I would love to. I would love to plug something on Chase's behalf if I can. Because oh. I, I want to give. Oh him, yeah, sure. I want to give sure. him the opportunity to plug whatever he's got. But I have something specific in mind, which is, this is your Chase. New I was manager. checking out your. <laughs> yeah. In his white uh, denim was, jacket. <laughs> this is your new right. Hollywood manager. It's so was, Georgia. Uh, so I was checking out your your Twitter profile earlier, and I noticed that you have a, a letterboxed account, which is oh yeah yeah. For those who don't know, is is just like a, a place where you review films and share your takes with people, right? Like that's the gist. I was on it today, yeah, actually. Right it, before I, I'm super into it now. It's great. So I yeah, it's actually the only social media that I care about anymore. <laughs> well, I wow. I was, Chase friend me. I, I I was fascinated because for one thing, like some of your recent reviews, um, uh-huh. like Wonder Woman 1984, for example, two yeah. and a, two and a half stars, which I felt like was a little bit uh, generous in my opinion. Okay, it's a little generous. Yeah, Zach, generous. in the moment, Zach, Zach, you're, you you don't want to do this. <laughs> It was a, <laughs> don't want to go at a Hollywood a, <laughs> writer about the way he felt about a movie. No, I just wanted to talk about it. I, that's that's all it was. I mean, that that's, I know what you did. You know what? I'm into this because I'd say sorry, it was Chase. A terrible I tried. I tried. They shouldn't have no, stolen that man's life. And like Chris Pine just steals the whole entire guy's life. It's never addressed. Uh, <laughs> but Gal Gadot is like a goddess among us mortals, so she can do no wrong. She's hot. Except when she sings Imagine with her friend. That was wrong. That's I couldn't even uh, watch favorite that. Thing she's ever done. I was so Chase, upset. I hate to ask this. <laughs> Chase, I hate to ask this because there's no good way the answer is going to come out. Uh-oh. If I go on your letterbox, are any of m- my movies in there? Oh, uh, yeah, there really is no good way to do it. Um, <laughs> because, because if you answer no, obviously, it's like, yeah. well, clearly, you might not even know that I'm an actor, which is understandable. Yeah, but if you answer yes, if you answer yes, knowing myself, my own catalog, I yeah. would assume that I don't want to read those reviews. <laughs> I... Last year I reviewed like 287 movies or something like that. So like, I had a bad year last year. I had a bad year. I had a bad year. I don't think so. Did you review the dog? Sonic the Hedgehog. 
Did you review Sonic the Hedgehog? Oh, no, I haven't seen it yet. Sonic? Did you review Most Likely to Murder? No. Oh, cult classic. Cult classic. I am in the clear. You know what? I'm actually happy about this because I don't have to deal with, like, looking at a negative review again, which is just something I can't quite stomach. Um, <laughs> well, Chase, I've been trying to end this for a long time now. So what do you and, think about Joel Embiid for MVP? <laughs> <laughs> um, but truly, truly, I, I am so thankful, and it's been such a pleasure. And um, yeah, so nice to meet you guys, and thank you for having me. Yeah, of course, and you're so funny, and and everybody look him up on Twitter and watch um, the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon, and um, listen to Ball Sometimes Like, because I'm sure that uh, Chase will be back. So thank you again so much. Right. Chase ain't Thanks. coming back. Thanks. <laughs> I'll, I'll make back. it. I'll back. I have a number. He said, he said I look like Justin Thoreau. I'll be. I'll come back. Next <laughs> <week>. <laughs> All right. Bye, it's guys. true, man. You look like if Justin Thoreau was normal. <laughs> Take that as it is. All right. <laughs> Later, right. dude. Bye, Chase. Later. Sweet. Chase. Uh, what a sweetheart. What a sweetheart. That was great. In total transparency, we booked this guest because we are trying to have more females on our show because, of course, obviously, we are a um, woke podcast. And and even though basketball is a sport that is... The liberal elite. We are the liberal elite. We are the Hollywood liberal elite. Um, I voted for Bernie in the primary. Um <laughs> I don't know why that matters, but, uh, um, uh, but, uh, we, we, we trying to, op- to open it up to more female basketball fans. So if you are a female basketball fan, please reach out to us to book you on the show. Um, and, uh, we, in, in total transparency, we were trying to do that and, and get someone who maybe we, none of us knew. Um, and so how did we book this friend of a friend, Katie? Um, I have a big group text with all my New York friends, and I texted it, does anyone know any girls who like basketball? Ooh, reductive. Now, this this whole segment right here might get us all canceled. Um, I would assume so. <laughs> but no, but we really do have the most honest intentions, and it's not that we don't know any, any females that love basketball. We just, um, you know, uh, didn't have access to um, someone that wanted to talk to us in, in depth so we do now. And um, uh, we should talk. What, what is her name? I feel bad. We're like referring to her as the lady. <laughs> the lady. Uh, her name is Michaela. Michaela Shookman. Shookman. I love. Isn't she your friend? Took you a while to remember that name. She's not. Um, she might so be my no one on that group. Uh, no one on that group chat. That's my, so crazy because I think I, I feel my like. My friend in that group chat responded saying. I, I know a girl. Friend. See, isn't that yeah, crazy to me, Sam? Like, uh, I feel like, God, it's so it's so crazy to have like three married dudes who like not. It's not that I don't have a ton of female friends. It's just like, um, honestly, most of my female friends don't follow basketball, and it would be weird, you know what I mean, if I reached out in another area. And I feel like it's so odd that you had to text a group of people and they had to go outside of that 
group text <laughs> to find a woman who loves yeah. basketball. Yeah, I I have to say I don't I I mean I yeah <laughs> I just don't know anyone firsthand. Um, hi Michaela. Well, yeah. here she is. Hey Michaela. Hi hey. Michaela. Hey, are you recording? We gotta check because I am. Half of our guests never hit record. <laughs> <laughs> I hit. I hit. So thank you for coming on so Very prepared. Nice. Um, where are you uh, recording from, Michaela? I am in Manhattan as of recently. I used to be in Philly, so this is a very big change. But oh, cool. So what, what uh, precipitated yeah. the move from Philly to Manhattan? I started law school, sadly. Sadly? So. <laughs> sadly started law school. I, I used to be an actor. I still am an actor, but I'm also going to law school wow. at this point. So it's just... <laughs> wow. Those two things will someday come in conflict. Um, yeah, people keep telling me that, but I, I feel like it's, it's gonna, it's gonna be okay. We're gonna figure I it mean, out. I mean, the, you're gonna get to represent yourself, right? Is that what you're eventually gonna do? Exactly. Or, you know, write and star in the next, uh, Boston Legal. <laughs> yeah. I exactly. am, I'm an actor and I am such a baby man. I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't, I couldn't even tell you what my finances are. I don't, I have a business manager. I don't know, really. That's one of my kids' iPads going off. I guess I pay for that <laughs> subscription, so I don't know. Like, I couldn't even tell you what, I'm so babied. Like, I'm sure that, that like, a, a psychologist would tell me that I need to, like, take control of my life, like, to, like, own up and, like grow up but but I feel like as an actor I need this childlike womb of not knowing what I'm worth or what I have you know what I mean don't worry that the, the money's being used don't worry <laughs> oh I know the money's being used yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so you moved down here uh and you are a uh, Philadelphia 76er fan is that true Mickey? very nice that is awesome, you trust, the trust the process. And nice. this is a big deal oh, for yeah. Sam oh, yeah. Goldberg tonight because we have not had oh. a 76er fan on yet. Everyone thinks I'm crazy, Michaela. Everyone thinks I'm crazy. <laughs> no, no. I'm here to affirm and support you, especially right now. This is a good... We really timed this well. I don't know if I could have shown my face on here a couple months ago, but right now, and it's probably going to go downhill soon, so I feel like this is like... Prime time to be. Yeah, it's all going to turn to shit any day. But <laughs> oh, glad yeah. you're here. We always now. have good Januarys, and then just yeah, it's good. It's great. It's good. <laughs> now, um, not, maybe not this year. Now, Michaela, as a Sixer fan, uh, Sam has been extolling the virtues of Joel Embiid for MVP, and uh, I was wondering um, how you feel about this lineup uh, that Doc Rivers has been has been putting out there and how Joel Embiid has been working with Ben Simmons and just generally your 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 feelings on the first quarter of the season for the Philadelphia 76ers. Yeah, well, I feel pretty great. We're the best team in the East, so I don't know how you can Is that true? Is that, that is, Do you have the Oh, it is very Do you have very the best true. record? I think by two games in the over East, the Bucks, yes. yeah. By mm -hmm. two games. Yep. Yeah. The Bucks have kind of lost their luster a little like I no one's scared of the Bucks anymore right 
Yeah. Well, it's like they showed that they couldn't show up in the playoffs, and so then it's like, okay, well, what's the regular season mean? Nothing. <laughs> well, I think that I think Giannis is just like a better version of Simmons, but not like uh-huh. he doesn't have more skill than he's just better than him. Yeah. And I think that defenses have learned how to play that, and right. they don't have enough. You know, I think that uh, in the playoffs they exploit the weaknesses. Right. Right. I know it's it's crazy though that that like you know um, with all those moves that Milwaukee made. They didn't get better. They didn't get worse. They're just like that's what they're gonna be from now on, you know. Like, I, I just oh, here we go, uh, Michaela. I should let you know. <laughs> I, I should let you know also that Zach is uh, a stranger to us. We don't know him. Um, he cold. Okay. He cold emailed us um, after our second show and said he wanted to be involved in the podcast. And we were like, we appreciate your enthusiasm. Um, and so he's been part of the podcast ever since. So I can't really va- like before he starts disagreeing with anything. I, I just have to <laughs> let all our guests know that that this is a stranger. He does not represent any full disclosure. Me, Katie, or Sam's. Gotcha. No responsibility for no. His- okay, Zach, what were you gonna say now? <laughs> yeah, I was gonna tell you uh, all the ways that you were wrong <laughs> on that Bucks take. So point number one is this season. They have Drew Holiday. They now have a second lockdown defensive player on the perimeter. He's superior to Eric Bledsoe in nearly every way. And he's a guy that you have to mm-hmm. guard on the perimeter. So that changes the entire dynamic, the, the geometry mm-hmm. on, on the court. And although their record isn't, I think they're third or mm-hmm. fourth in the East right now, um, I think that their, their, their ceiling has been raised mm-hmm. in the playoffs because they were just so much easier to guard previously it was just you shut down Giannis it's just Middleton on an island and now they have a third legit guy and I think that's going to take them a lot farther this playoff stretch um all right I guess so I mean Drew Drew Holiday (laughs) Drew it's just that team's so boring like it's like sure maybe you're right I guess so who cares they're not gonna get out of the east right they're the same they're the same. You, the, I don't. I, I, I think they have a, a punching chance of getting out of the a punching. I don't, I don't what is that favorite. expression? A puncher's chance. I don't know. What is it? Sam, help me out here. I mean, straight off the dick. Are you not nervous about Jonas's? <laughs> you can't say that with the, uh, the first time we shooting, have a like female guest a on this show. Really, he gets to the line so much. I mean, that's a big problem. Come playoff time. Yeah, I, I, do, I do think it's a problem, and I think teams will probably play, like, hack uh-huh. and shack against him uh-huh. this year. But ultimately, like I said, they have another guy. Drew Holiday's an all-star. He's an all-defensive player. He's not player. Kobe. I think that's, that's a massive... You think Drew, you think Drew Holiday's going to be an all-star this year? Without a oh, doubt. Without a doubt. I'd throw it on the board right now. Throw it on yeah. the board. I don't think you can have three bucks in the all-star game this year from the from if they're not the number one seed with the best record in the league. I think that I think that you're looking at one. I don't even think Middleton makes it this year. Whoa, Middleton's having an incredible year. I just don't. I just don't see it when them not being in the one seed, because those other teams. Because you all right. So, but, so you have Embiid and Simmons, definite, right? I don't and know Tobias if Simmons. Harris. Tobias Harris. Tobias, 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 Tobias Michaela. Definitely. Michaela. Yes. Of course, a lot of people call, are Michaela. saying Tobias. Let's put Tobias on the alt list right now. Because we're already giving you two. That's why. Okay, we're giving you. 
I'm hoping we found the think- anti Strangers Act. <laughs> yeah, you seem we kind. Found his nemesis. You seem kind. Um, the common friend to all. Uh, Tatum and Brown. Right. Yeah. So you have sure. Tatum, Brown, Simmons, Embiid. Um, and you have everyone on the Nets. All three Nets. So that's you're already there. There's no way. I mean, and then you have Vucevic. You have all those like. I don't think Vuce. Hundred percent, he's gonna. This year, the Magic twelfth and. He's leading the league in three point percentage. Can we can we can we make a, a friendly uh, charity wager on this, Adam? I would love to throw this on the board. I, he's no way he's making okay. an All Star team. Hundred percent. All right, Vucevic is charity gonna be wager on that team. All right, Sam, what do you think? Okay. Yeah, no, I'm with uh, Vooch. Vooch is he plays too. He's too good. They're gonna put him on the team. That team's yeah, last. That's team, not playing well. The team's dog that, shit. Always do. Yeah, that. but like Drew Holiday made it. Up. Drew Holiday was an All Star when the Sixers were a lottery team. They're, they they always matter. do that. They're not. They're gonna put someone. Vucevic has a better chance of making the team than the third buck. And Tobias Harris. And Tobias Harris. All right. In my opinion. All right. And then on the so then going I, I agree. down. I He's got a better chance than Tobias. You got Sabonis. You got Trey Young. Yep. You got uh, Colin Sexton. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Maybe. Yeah, no, I think Colin Sexton is an awesome. I mean, you're Gordon. running out of, uh, yeah. You Gordon, have Gordon Julius Randle. You sure. have R.J. Barrett. R.J. Barrett's not making it. No, nah, R.J.'s not making Julius it. Julius Randle? He's close. Julius he's Randle. Ju- he's ju- Julius Randle should. Julius, Ran- okay, Julius so Randle will go. probably make so it. So you're already. Who's the, wait, did we say the wizard? Oh, Bradley Beal. Bradley Beal. He's oh, yeah. like top scorer in the NBA yeah. right now. He's going to be. Wait, so they, they, yeah, yeah. wait, there's your argument. Isn't yeah. that your argument right there? Stranger Zach, Wizards are 4 and 12. Feels definitely is, is an all-star. Yeah, he's the I, one. Well, see, I agree with that though. But, but Beals Stranger another, Zach, your you your know, argument Beals, Beals take just can't be with what you agree with and what you don't agree with. <laughs> <laughs> no, but what I'm what I'm saying is is that you have Nikola Vucevic who is not a household name. He's like a deep cut Hoops. He was an All Star the last two years. Guy, years? whereas I think maybe the last year, I would say. Why do we act as if we don't have the entire knowledge of the world at our fingertips right I'll, now? I'll, I'll look at. I'll, I'm gonna, stats, okay. guys. Michaela, I'm gonna let me ask you a question. What? When? When did you get into right. basketball? When? When did your love affair with the Sixers start? Oh man, yeah, it was a good year, like this year. It was. 2001, second round of the NBA playoffs, Sixers versus Bucks, uh-huh. I believe. Or was it Raptors? I think it was Raptors, Bucks, Lakers. I think it was the Raptors. And Raptor, Ray Allen? Yeah. Raptors, then Bucks, then, yep, yeah, mm-hmm, then Lakers in the finals. And my dad took me to a game, and my mom was convinced that I was going to absolutely hate it because I was the biggest girly girl. And I just became obsessed with it. I was obsessed with Allen Iverson, Aaron McKee, Eric Snow. I just loved them. And then uh, my family got season tickets, and I went to every game. I would, like, rush to get my homework done so I could go to the games. And loved it ever since. Took a few years off, and I want to say it's because I was in college, but it was also because it was the dark times, um, the process mm-hmm. years. But now we're, we, have, we have risen from the dust, and... Uh, yeah, we're back, and that's how my sort of my love with it began and stayed, and yeah. Um, so. I don't know how much of the dark time that is there, though. I mean, it's dark, but it, it was well before Iverson was before Iverson was really dark because at least that's the dark times true. there was a process. 
We had mm-hmm. some kind That's of That's true. Sam Hinkie, yeah. Sam Hinkie yeah. had a vision. Yeah. I actually think the darkest time was like last season when it felt sure. like the process might have failed. Sure. I buy that. That was dark. Yeah. I mean, you got to think like how much of it was the actual coaching with Brett Brown and with Jimmy Butler there. Like, why couldn't Jimmy Butler make it work with those guys? Um I mean, I think Jimmy Butler is like one of those people that kind of blows up teams. That's just my personal opinion. I don't. That's how I feel. That's, that how is I feel. A hot he take. and Ben Simmons couldn't. They couldn't both exist together. Why? And I just think they had like right. they both Jimmy the Butler is actually well, yeah. not really a shooting guard, right? Like he's a point forward, and that's yeah. the pro. Yeah. And that's the problem. Yeah, for sure. Well, I also think the other problem was is that he had a real alliance with Embiid. And there's already friction with Embiid and Simmons, and, like, now Embiid's got a guy in his corner. I definitely think that played into them ultimately not re-signing him. Which must have frustrated Embiid, right? Yeah, I think Embiid was super pissed because they traded away Butler. They traded away um, J.J. Redick, who we might get back soon, so... Mm. Yeah, I don't want that to happen. I hope that doesn't happen, but... Yeah, it's always nice to get your players back. Yeah, but it's always nice to get a player back ten years later, when they're nice and broke. Sure, I really wanted. You know who I wanted? I desperately, desperately wanted Kyle Korver because Kyle Korver was like (laughs) my like sexual awakening. Mm. Like I was in love with him. I was like, he is so sexy with his like sort of like early two thousands like teenage like you know like cute and accessible hair. Ooh, I loved him. So when he was going to come back for a second, I was like, yes, we've got the like older, more chiseled and improved, you know, Kyle Korver ready yes. for like me now. <laughs> I like, do like this older age, woke Kyle Korver, like social, uh, like right. gray, yeah. silver fox kind of um, knowledgeable. He's still in the NBA? Is he still Is in he the playing NBA? Still? No, he's, no, he's like, he, he Does works he? for TNT yeah. now. How's he doing? Yeah, I don't really. I don't hear he's, him that he's great. much. And and I'll also say, he he um they have a they have like a talk show that's hosted by um, Carrie Champion, and it's and it's about a lot of like social uh, initiatives. And Kyle Corver's like a panelist on it, and um, he's very much got a little bit of a salt and pepper look going on right now. And and Michaela, I can tell you, my wife shares the same. Uh, oh yeah, well, yeah, well, uh, Kyle. Sure. Kyle. So- She's 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 been on the Kyle Corver looks like uh if Ashton Kutcher was turning into the Hulk but stopped like yes! a quarter of the way there. I've always said that he and Ashton Kutcher looked alike. It I was like if Ashton Kutcher was like, Don't make me I guess this is this is how I am. <laughs> um <laughs> Michaela, do you want is there anything that uh you want you think the Sixers need to make any moves or you think we're good? Ooh, I thought like about like six games in, I was like, they need to make a move. Something needs to happen. We need to get like one more shooter of some kind. I was not pro Harden trade. I did not think that was the one to make. So I was glad that that didn't happen. I'm happy that the Nets have him. Good luck to them. Um, But I don't know. But now they're doing so well. So I'm like, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But yeah. I don't know how long this is going to last. Yeah, I'm we'll with see. you. We'll see. We'll I feel see. like we're really deep. Mm-hmm. And I actually kind of like the fact that Embiid is taking these games off now because we're not we're winning every game with him, and now it gives the team a chance to 
kind of figure without out who him. they are without him. And, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're, you're going to need that when he gets called the, for three the, fouls in the first half and second round every absolutely. game. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So. It's just you know, great that his backup stuff. also gets called for like six fouls and two who is Who is Embiid's backup? I, I love having Dwight. Dwight oh, Howard. Right. Dwight. Dwight Howard's just hacking everybody. Snake like, man. He does not give a Snake shit. Snake man. He's he so funny. Dwight Howard has that, like, you know how they used to say that, like, uh, Vladi Divac would, like, not shower and smoke a pack of cigarettes before the game so that, yeah, (laughs) so that you wouldn't want to guard him because it would be, like, too stinky and smelly. That's the vibe that Dwight Howard lets off, but, like, if it was that he was a guy who walked into a bodega with a cat on his arm. You know what I mean? It's, like, it's too weird... (laughs) to even guard him. You know, because like But it he, makes but it makes sense. I feel like the, I feel like you'd be you'd be guarding Dwight Howard in the post and he'd be like, "Hey man, check it out." And he'd like open up his his shirt and show you like a pigeon. And then like close the <laughs> shirt and be like, "What? What?" And then he'd like get the pass and get a pass and like dunk it and you'd be like to the ref, you'd be like, "He just showed me a he's holding a pigeon." <laughs> he's holding a pigeon like Dwight would be like, "Shh." <laughs> you know, like, I don't know. He feels so strange to me. <laughs> <laughs> He's an odd one, man. He's odd. He's fun to have him on your team, though. I used to, you know, he's one of those players that you hate to play against, but it's kind of fun to have him. Yeah. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, so, Michaela, you're living in New York now. You're an, you're an actress slash soon-to-be lawyer. Um, what year? I'm my first year. This is my second semester. Wow, during oh, COVID. That's a beast, I hear. Yeah, 1L is, is tough, and everybody says, oh, you know, like, the thing that got me through it was my community, was my friends in law school, and I'm like, I am remote and don't know anybody, so it's uh-huh. all the bad. Did they do, like, a look left, look right thing, or is it that law school trope gone because you're not, there's no one to see anywhere? Yeah, there's no one you can like scroll through the Zoom screen. However, I will say that my one friend slash acquaintance that I have made at law school was because of the 76ers. So oh. that is very nice. Yeah, um, on the first day, you know, we had to like say three facts about ourselves. And one of my facts was that I was a Sixers fan. And so I got a little private message on Zoom shortly after. And this girl was like, go Sixers. And I was like, what? And it turns out she's from North Carolina, but she met her boyfriend in college and he's from Bucks County and he loves the Sixers. So she got on board. We listened to the same like niche Sixers podcast together. So it's kind of a lovely, only my only friend friendship story based in the 76ers. Wow. That's so nice. And now you guys are going (laughs) to open the firm of seven and Sixer. Seven. Jesus. Have you you been injured? Have you been injured in an accident? Have you almost drowned in the water? (laughs) 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 Um, Well, Michaela, it's been a real uh, honor and pleasure. Is there anything as an actress that you that we should be looking for? Um, Or uh, are you? I mean, it's COVID, so I mean, like, I haven't. Like, if someone asked me that question, I'd be like, I haven't worked in a year. So, um, is there anything that you want our audience to look for you in, to um, be aware of? Uh, your Twitter account, your Instagram, your Snapchat. Um, 
Yeah, no, not to, you know, I'm sort of, I'm, I'm becoming a, a law school recluse at this point, and just law school in the 76ers has become my, my main focus. You know what, I really appreciate so, you know, just, that. Um, I wish I, I wish I was, I wish I had something like that in my life. Um, I wish I could be phasing out of acting. Um, it, I guess it... <laughs> You're welcome anytime. I guess it kind of is like I am the longer I go without working. Um, Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, you got to stay. You got, some of us have to stay. I don't know. I don't know. Well, Michaela, again, it was, it's been such an honor and so fun to chat with you. And um, uh, I really thank you so much for stopping by and talking to us. Yeah, thanks, yeah, Michaela. Course, super fun. Thank you. Of course. Thank you.